This is Brian Finale, and you're listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast. The podcast for entrepreneurs who want to grow, get better, and rewire your mind for success so you can build the business of your dreams. And now, it's time to dig deep with an MLSP industry top earner. Let's rock. Welcome to another episode of the Molly System Pro Wake Up Call Podcast. We have another amazing leader with us today, Dr. Bob Clark. Well, he was with us all weekend as well at the Level 1 workshop this past weekend, which, by the way, I mean, Bob, just blown away, man. I know that some craziness was going on in your world uh, with hurricanes and weather and, and just, man, the way you show up, just, I mean, if you didn't know, I mean, guys, uh, Bob lives right in the thick of it in Florida. And this whole weekend, you know, he was updating us, like really wanting to make sure he had the internet so he could get on and help with breakout sessions and answer questions and help our community put more pieces together and make a ton of progress this weekend. And and it's just, you know, amazing. Bob's the man. He's been in this business in this business for a long time. Uh, me and my buddy Norb and my my brother Jim have known Bob a long time, and uh, it's so cool because he, you know, he wasn't that overnight success story. Neither was I. Most people aren't. But he kept doing, he kept getting up, he kept getting better and better. And he had to figure this out part-time because he had a profession, he had a career that he did enjoy and he was making good money. But he, you know, had his eyes on retirement, he got the promotions and he stopped doing the thing that he initially loved and was fine, you know, was moving into like an admin type of role as like a manager type of thing in his career, correct me if I'm wrong, Bob. But then that, that he was like, you know, this isn't, this isn't it. And he and his bride decided to kind of shift and look at what they could do in retirement, right? And he spent many years bouncing around trying to figure this out part-time, which, by the way, is the exact audience he serves. Isn't that something, right? Where he, you know, how he had to do it, how he had to figure it out. And now he's free, by the way. Laptop, cell phone, coach here inside of MLSP. He's always running in our affiliate contest. He's always serving this community, just like I talking about this past weekend. The amazing L4 leader, coach here, Dr. Bob Clark. Good morning, sir. Welcome to the wake-up call. Morning, Brian. Morning, everybody. Great to be here. Boy, this weekend, this past weekend was awesome. Best workshop yet that we've had, number one workshop. And I was super happy I was able to be on there. So, uh, yeah, that, that was crazy. The hurricane was crazy. Everything was crazy. Uh, it wiped out my my Wi-Fi and my cellular for quite a while. But you know what? Um, you always have to look big picture, right? And there's so many other people who were devastated by this that I wasn't. So I consider myself really lucky uh, that we got away with uh, the minor damage that we had. But uh, yeah, so I'm here, and and I'm really pumped today, guys, because this is a topic that. You know, I've alluded to in the past in other wake-up calls, other other parts of my trainings, and I've kind of talked about bits and pieces of it, but I thought about it last night, like, you know, this, it's time to shine some light on this and give it all the attention that it really needs, because it, it's that important. So the title of my, of, of my wake-up call that I gave uh, Baxter is, Are You Still Thinking Like an Employee? Okay, are You Still Thinking Like an Employee? And, you know, it, it's like this. You, how do I, I'm going to know how to, how to best put this. I don't know about you guys, but I, I was an employee for over 40 years. Okay. I, I was, I had my first job when I was 16. Um, I worked all through college. I worked all through graduate school, got my first job out of graduate school. So I was continually an employee for over, well over 40 years. 
And during that time, you know, and my, my parents, my parents were employees, right? My dad worked for the phone company. My mom was his secretary, right? That's all I knew. There was, there was nobody in my world that was an, an entrepreneur, that was a business owner. Everybody was an employee. That's what I knew. And you start thinking a certain way because it's ingrained in you to think a certain way when it comes to your job. So the problem is that if you decide then to, to start building a business like I did, you have all these old scripts that are still playing over and over and over again that are affecting you even though you don't know it. They're in the background, right? And unless you're really aware of it, you don't, you don't really know that it's happening. So, so what ends up happening is because you're not really thinking like an entrepreneur, your results are going to suffer. Because to make your business work, you have to think like a business person. And if you're spending your time always thinking like an employee, right, your business isn't going to grow flat out. You know, I have um, a lot of coaching clients who are part-time. Like Brian said, my, my, um, my audience is mostly part-time. So most of my coaching clients are part-time in their business. And I spend several sessions starting out just hammering out at this mindset difference because it's that important. So I thought, you know what, let's devote an entire wake-up call to this and spread some light on it. So if, if you're a business owner, but you're also an employee right now, definitely you want to take some notes. You want to listen to this. If you just, let's say you just left your job, and like I did, and uh, you're, you're a business owner full-time now, listen to this because I guarantee you some of these old scripts are still playing in the background of your mind. Right? And if you've always been an entrepreneur, Right? If, if, you, if your parents were business owners and you've always been a business owner, uh, congratulations. I think you have a huge advantage over the rest of us in this category. Uh, but maybe what I talked about today will help you uh, with some of your team members, your team members who are part-time. So I hope this will be of value to everybody. So how do you know if you're still thinking like an employee? I want to give you some classic, I guess I'll call them symptoms or, or you know, evidence that you're still uh, thinking like an employee. The first one is you want others to tell you what to do, right? You want others to tell you what to do. Have you ever kind of just thought that? Like, gosh, I just wish they'd tell me what to do and I'd do it, right? Have you ever said, said that to yourself or said it out loud or had someone say it to you, right? It, it's kind of interesting because on the surface, that sounds really logical, right? Hey, just give me the steps. Just tell me exactly what to do, and I'll do it. Unfortunately, business doesn't really work that way because it's more convoluted than that. Uh, and if it was that easy, a lot more people would be successful in their business than are. And so that's one kind of a symptom of, of an employee mindset is that you're looking for someone to tell you what to do. Right? And, and it's just not as easy as that. Kind of related to that is you want others to solve problems that come up. Uh, one of the things that, that I found out very quickly in, in, in business world is that no two days are the same, right? That's a plus if you like different schedules, different things to do. That's cool. Um, but you better, you know, be developing your problem-solving skills. Brian will tell you that. You know, Brian and Norm and Jim, you know, they got to they solve problems every day with MLSP. Every day, everything, something different comes up every day. So you have to be a problem solver to do that. And most employees are not problem solvers. Most employees will wait for their boss to solve it, 
right? They'll bring the problem to their boss and they'll wait for their boss to solve the problem for them, right? That's, that's how it goes in most businesses, most, in most uh, jobs, right? Um, I have to say that I, I've always been pretty good at problem solving because one of the things that my boss liked about me was that I would bring a problem to him and I'd have here to hear some possible solutions. Bosses love that, right? They don't always want to have to solve the problem. So, um, you know, if you find yourself kind of, okay, I got this problem. Let me just, uh, let me just see who can solve this for me, right? I'm not, and don't worry, I'm not putting you guys down if, you, if, you, if that's what your mindset is because it has been drilled into you, right? Most bosses, honestly, most, most companies, most jobs, they really don't want you to think for yourself. They want you to follow a certain set of, you know, uh, criteria or, or, you know, job responsibilities and just do that. They don't really want you going outside of that. I know in my job, I was in clinical medicine and, uh, you know, you can't go deviating too much from clinical protocols or you get yourself in big trouble. So, you know, we're not, as a society, um, we're not encouraged to solve problems as much as, as they are in the business world. So if you're, if you find yourself doing that, just, just, um, you know, take note of that because it's important. And here's another one. You want others to keep you accountable. Now, I have mixed feelings about this one because I do think that things like accountability partners will help you. And I, I do use some, uh, technology to uh, help me keep myself accountable, right? But in the end, accountability is up to you, right? Nobody is really going to sit there and hammer you if you don't show up to do your business in two or three days. Right? It's not like a job. So because of that, you know, if, we, if, if you're always looking for somebody external to you to keep you accountable, I don't think your chances of success are going to be that high. It really has to be an internal job. Okay, here's a really big one. Okay. You're afraid to make mistakes. This one stopped me cold for years, guys, for years. Because like I said, I was in clinical medicine. That was my position. And in my job, a mistake could mean you get fired. Flat out. If I made a mistake, not only could I get fired, but I could cost a couple, you know, $50,000 if I made a big mistake. And, and the consequences could be even worse than that. So, you know, it was pounded in me forever and ever, like, do not make mistakes, do not make mistakes, do not make mistakes. So when I came into business, you know, people are telling me, oh, yeah, mistakes are good because it means you're growing. And that, that didn't register with me. I was like, what do you mean mistakes are good? I, I can't, you know, I, my whole life I've been avoiding mistakes, and now you're telling me to make mistakes. I don't get that. But it turns out, you know, it's true for the most part because a mistake in your business mostly isn't going to be as costly as a mistake in your job. Now, that, that can vary, I know. But at least in my, in my situation, mistakes that I made in my business, they were not even in comparison to the kind of mistakes I could make at my job. So I had to get really comfortable and used to putting stuff out there knowing that it could be, I could be making a mistake, and it's okay. It's all right. But that took me a while. It took me a long time to get through that. Because like I said, it's been drilled into me since, you know, like 40 years ago. Like, don't make a mistake. Don't make a mistake. And, and that's, that's a tough script that's running in your mind. That's a tough one to overcome. But if you want to be thinking like an, like an entrepreneur, 
you've got to be thinking that, you know, mistakes are okay. I don't love mistakes, but it means I'm growing. It means I'm doing something. And that's important too. So, so that's a big shift from employee thinking to entrepreneur thinking. And then the last one I'm going to leave you with is this is a really big one, right? An employee, if you're thinking like an employee, the thoughts will come into your mind something like, gosh, you know, I've been working on my business for so long and I'm not getting results. What's with that, right? What's going on? I've been putting the time in, but I'm not seeing the money roll into my bank account. You know, this isn't fair. That's, that's a big-time employee mindset right there. And that's one that I've had, and every single employee that I've ever coached in a home business has had that same feeling, right? Now, logically, you know that having a job is very different than a business, right? In a job, you get paid you know, time for money, right? Time for money. For the most part, that's how people get paid. Every two weeks, that, that paycheck shows up like clockwork and and uh you know you don't have to think about it you just do the job the money comes and and you know logically too that in business that doesn't happen right and Nor- norbert said the other day you don't you don't get paid i think he said it in the workshop you know you get paid for results right you get paid for things working in your business and sometimes that can take quite a while to have that click in and you and i think norbert said you get paid for your effectiveness that's a term he used And that's really true, right? You don't get paid for the amount of time you put into your job, into your business. You do get paid for the amount of time you put into your job. So that mindset shift is huge and it's hard. And I remember, I remember having those thoughts. As much as I was told that and I knew it, I still had the thoughts of, geez, you know, I'm putting in all this time for nothing. I have nothing to show for it, which wasn't true, but that's how it felt. Any of you guys ever feel that way? I mean, I don't, if these lines were open, I'd be getting a lot of yeses on that because um, it, it's really, really common, really common. And, um, okay, so, so these are some of the symptoms, if you will, of thinking like an employee. I don't want to leave you there. I want to give you some place to go with this because it's not really fair of me to just tell you that you're thinking like an employee and not give you some help, right? Let me give you a few things that could help you out. And again, this is not an overnight process to, to switch this. This has taken me years to switch over from an employee to an entrepreneurial mindset. And I'm, I'm still a work in progress, quite honestly. I find myself playing my old scripts quite often, and I have to correct myself. So like anything else, the first thing you need to do about this is be aware of it. Right? Awareness is always the first step in changing anything. So you know, not only do you have to be aware of it, but you have to actively kind of try to counteract that. So, for example, if you find yourself pulling back from doing something because you're scared of making a mistake, right, let that click in. Become aware of it. That's, that's an old script. That's an old script. And counter that in your mind. Tell yourself, right, I need to be making mistakes in my business. I need, it's fine. It's okay. It, don't worry about it. Just keep going and, and take some action, right? You have to kind of... Talk your way through this, right? Push your way through it. Nobody else is going to be able to do it for you, right? Your coach cannot push you through this. He or she can remind you, but you have to do the internal work. So awareness and counteraction is huge. That's been a big part of what I did to to get past most of this, right? The second thing is get around other entrepreneurs as much as possible. 
right? Before I started my home business, I was around employees 24-7, right? Like I said, right? Every, my, my, my uh, family was, on, was uh, employees. Uh, when you went to work, everybody is employee, employees there for sure, right? So my world, my friends, everybody consisted of employees. And when I, when I made the switch to a home business, I really had to make the effort to get around other entrepreneurs as much as I possibly could. Now, you know, back when I first started, it was go to live events, right? That's the only way I could really meet people who had a different world than I had, who thought differently than me. So I would actually go to as many events as I possibly could. And then sometimes it wasn't even for the event. Sometimes it was just to get around other people who thought differently than me. That was important. Right? But now, now we have, you know, the internet technology, uh, we have virtual, virtual events, virtual masterminds, uh, you know, communities like MLSP, get around people who think differently, who understand what you're trying to accomplish. It really, really helps. Um, combat this whole employee, employee mindset. And then the last thing you can do, honestly, is flood your mind um, with as much personal development and personal growth material as you can, right? And I, I've been doing this you know, early on. I, I worked really hard on my mindset, my personal development. I know Brian has too, and, and pretty much all the leaders still work on their personal development because it's such a crucial part. Right? You always hear that I've often heard it's like mindset before skill set, right? And I do think that's true. But what's also true is mindset before money, right? Your money won't flow in until your mindset is right. And that's why you really need to be working on this. You know, every day I'm hammering the personal development books. I, I walk with Audible and I'm listening to the personal development um, tapes on Audible. I, I'm, I'm getting on calls with people where I can talk about mindset Every day I'm working on this as hard as I can because it truly is a matter of, you know, you've got to override these old scripts. You just have to. And it only comes with repeatable action on your part. Right? It's not a passive thing. It's active. You can't just sit back and, you know, hope that these old scripts will go away as you learn more. These old scripts are still playing. Right? They're still back there. Just like, you know, if you, if you suffer from like a, a, a thing where you don't feel very uh, proud of yourself, right? And you work on that and you start feeling prouder, there's still some of those old scripts back there, right? I'm no good. I'm not good enough. Uh, I, don't, I don't have what it takes. Right? There's still some of that playing. It's the same with an employee mindset, right? There's still those old scripts that are going to pop up even when you think you've knocked them down, you think you've uh, you know, vaccinated yourself away from all this stuff, and, and they pop up again. So it's a continual process. And, and you've really got to be working on your mindset as much as you can. Um, and I, I always say this is kind of a thing that I have for myself, you know, work on your mindset as much as your marketing. That's kind of the rule that I live by. So work on your mindset as much as your marketing. So I hope this has been, um, you know, you know, good value to you guys. And um, I'm going to be over on the MOSP fan page in a few minutes. And we'll dive even deeper on this. We'll tell some stories, uh, some personal stories that I have and, and let you guys share too. And it's going to be a great discussion. So thanks for listening, guys. And I'll see you over on the MLSP business page. Take care. You have been listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast with Brian Finale and the MLSP leaders. 
to learn how MSP can help you get more leads and make more money in your business starting today, visit www.mlsp.com and take your risk-free test drive. MLSP.com. That's MLSP.com, creating tomorrow's leaders today.